is the relationship where we expose pop culture and provide couples with real relationship advice that works. I'm Toya and I have Jason and Eric. What's up, y'all? What is up? And yep. if you want us to answer any of your questions, please send them to the relationship at power77radio.com. And Jason? What we do you have one. for us today? Yep, yep. We got one from <laughs> Alana. Alana from Frisco. Okay. All right. Here we go. She says, hey, I love your show. I'm single, and I'm having a tough time looking for a good guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't heard that before. Yes. <laughs> Many of them don't seem serious to take the relationship to the next level. So here's the question. So I'm wondering, what advice can you give me to find a good guy that would want to get married? Wow. We're just jumping into marriage. Well, Lana, sorry, but they're all (laughs) married already. (laughs) There's none left. So that's what you're saying. Find one that's already married. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. no. Just clarifying. Slow up, Bubbles. No, I'm not there. Yeah. All right. right. That's a whole different show. That could be a good show. How to? So what's the question again? How to find a good guy or what do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, yeah, she wants to know... What kind of advice? What kind of advice can we give her to find a good guy that would want to get married? Wow. Well, does she have some idea of what the ideal husband for her would be? So that's my question. That's a good, a good point. guy. What does a good guy mean? I mean, that's I could go all over the board. A good guy. Yeah. Because I mean, what's uh, a good guy, Toya? Me, you, and yeah. Toya's husband <laughs> are all really good guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Depends on who you ask. We're all really this different. This is true. This <laughs> yeah, is true. And yeah. you're right. That that brings up a good thing. Like, what are you looking for? I know. Um, I know of a lady that said that she wanted a a southern man that had that southern charm because she thought she wanted to be a stay at home <laughs> wife. And when she got that type of man, she realized that wasn't what she wanted. She so, got a redneck. That doesn't even make any sense. I like Southern. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, you find a dude with a hard work ethic and a good job. Some money. Yeah. <laughs> he can, he can but have that's all it. The, that's it. Isn't there a show, like a reality show called Southern Charm or something? Have oh, you it seen is. that? I never saw all those, that. Did you see that? No, all those I'm guys on there. They, yeah. don't, they can't hold down a job, and they all got oh, Southern can't. charm. Yeah, oh. they come from old money in in South Carolina or something. But oh. yeah. So anyway, we did, right. we're not helping Alana. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. So Alana is probably not looking for a guy with Southern charm and no job. No. Yeah. Well, here's the here's where I'm seeing the problem. The problem is she's got a list. It sounds like. We got a list of here's what I'm looking for. I don't know if for. she does. She needs a list. Well, I don't know. Do lists work? I list won't work, man. Well, listen. <laughs> if if you don't know what you're shooting at, you ain't hitting the target. So mm. there's at least so <laughs> okay. But what I mean is, you can have your list, and I met this guy, and he's got everything on that list that I want. That seems like a better start than I met really? this dude and he got nothing because I really don't know what I want. I don't know because I sudden, know what you're saying, Jason. Though, because some women can get wrapped up in the in a list. Yeah, that's that what they, I'm saying. You know, Thank you. you know, yeah. you know what he's saying. Yeah, my yeah. question is: is is having a list <laughs> wrong, or is it what's on the list that's wrong? Yes. Oh, okay. So if, if I got a list and on the list are things like integrity, things like has a good uh, job, okay. things like shares similar values to me. 
things like comes wow. from a good family things like there's nothing wrong with that now if it's like you has know. to be 6'3 to 6'6 uh-huh. this well, amount you know, of money you know. live in this neighborhood this type of job yeah, because you know all that list. stuff is fleeting, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Could be, they could be making a half million and lose their job the day after they say I do, Ooh. and then then your priority is now gone. Yeah. Right? And you got married, and we got an issue. So I would say this. Let's say this, Alana. First, I'm looking for somebody that has values that line up with my values. What are the things most important to you? You want to find someone that that lines up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, are you the kind of person? that the person on your list would actually want to marry, right? Sometimes you got your ideal person, but that ideal person ain't marrying the current you. So what are you doing to make yourself the kind of person that uh, would be a great catch for somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, and this goes along with the values, what you're saying, but I'm telling you, this has got to start the the first thing is religious whatever religion you think you are it, it you better match somewhat in that because that's where you're you're that's what I tell I tell my girls all the time I tell me it's that Christian values because if you think well okay I can marry somebody he's got his values I got mine but but you think different you just think different there's no way that you can have this communication and everything clicking well when you really your your religious values are that far apart. I just think you got to start there. You got to start there. Yeah. Yeah, and you're making the assumption that their religious values are one of the core values, well, which I, I would I agree. There's, there's some yeah, people that's like, be. well, my religious face like number 10 on the list. Yeah, you, you can get away with that it. Up, is if what it's I'm number one, yeah, you're in. Yeah. I would say this. If I had to give, if I was getting married tomorrow, or if I was looking for someone to marry tomorrow, Two of my non-negotiables, I've probably talked about this before, I want to find somebody who already is is serving other people in some capacity who can't All do right. anything for them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that shows me this person's heart is to serve, because I know that's what the heart of marriage is. I don't need someone who will serve me only when they like me and only when they need something from me. I want someone whose heart is to serve because that's who they are. That'd be number one. Two would be, do they have good community around them and accountability and a track record of people who can hold them to account? The problem I see with a lot of ladies is when they marry a guy who, and I'm going to give you 57 different descriptors. (laughs) Well, he's kind of, quote, private. Well, he gets along better with women well he just doesn't have a whole lot of friends Mm -hmm. well he just kind of keeps to him anytime I start hearing that what I hear loud and clear is they don't have anybody that can hold them accountable and if they don't have anyone that can hold them accountable they're not going to let you hold them accountable and when you run into an issue in your marriage uh, you're out on a limb by yourself I was going to say you're screwed but then I didn't know if we could but then I just did so then I can say you're screwed you're stuck you got nobody who can call your spouse into account and we all know Right, that that's right. a key to marriage. So that would be my so, two yeah. non-negotiables. So Alana needs to go Thanksgiving Day to the homeless shelters to see who's serving turkey. That's yeah. where she needs to start. Well, is that what you're Jason, saying? that's a little <laughs> bit mean, shallow and shallow. narrow <laughs> and specific. Come on. There's geez. lots of ways. Does this person, maybe they serve at their church. Uh, does this person, <laughs> are they the kind of person when someone needs help moving into an apartment, they're willing to help out. There's lots of ways to see how they serve. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be at a mission for homeless or whatever. <laughs> what is she going to meet this guy? 
Uh, you I can mean, meet this guy at church. Wait. You can meet this guy at work. You can meet this guy lots of different places. Because I think that's the big question is, what advice can you give me where I can go find this guy? So you need to, Alana, continue to do what you love to do. And just like Eric said, make sure that you are that person that you would want to marry. And as long as you live your life like that, he's going to come right on along. There you well, go. There we go. That's wisdom come. from Toya, Toya just dropped the mic. I'm out on that. If you have any questions, email them, the relationshop Let's at power77radio.com. So here's what we're going to talk about today. This is this is like I, I'm the softball pitcher throwing up a lob to you guys uh, with your dirty shows bring it today. Oh, we're going to talk about bringing baggage into uh, the relationship. That's yeah. our topic today uh is there possible that any of your shows have anything like that maybe just a little bit yeah maybe a little bit i mean it's in <laughs> churches you just kidding it's in our shows for sure right yeah oh, so do you bringing want to baggage in the relationship yeah right. you know I, I, so we just watched an episode on uh with uh what what is it 90 day 90, 90 day, day fiance, fiance yep and we were looking at mike and natalia yep. mike is from the northwest and Natalia is from the Ukraine. The Ukraine, yeah. And I'm noticing the baggage already. With her, she was divorced. Yep. So she has a fear of another failed marriage. And also raising kids with a non-believer. Because she has revealed now that she's a Christian. Right, yep. Um, and he believes in ancient aliens. <laughs> aliens, yeah. He <laughs> like, like the dude on Nacho Libre. I believe in science. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really hesitated yeah. in bringing up the aliens. Because I'm glad I, you Because you knew that was his softball. <laughs> yeah. He was going to yeah. kill that one. Yeah. yeah. So, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at Listen, that. hey, man. Uh, There's and, somebody uh, in Roswell in a trailer Roswell. right now listening. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't Mike, want to offend them. Like, looking back at Mike, I, where did he come from? I mean, he, you don't really know his history. All you know is he lives by himself yeah. in the middle of nowhere. He bought his, his dad's farm yep. that he cannot is it near afford. near Area 51? <laughs> is anywhere near there? Well, his uncle, who's his ranch hand, had, I can't understand a word he says anyway. But his, yeah, I, I don't know. His, his baggage he's bringing yep. in is is a single man oh, baggage. and he, he's avoiding conflict. Because oh, he doesn't sure. want to share with her that he's in a huge amount oh, yeah, of debt. debt. Right. Yeah. So, but he thinks he's going to send for this girl to come over. Sorry, not this girl, but his fiance to come to America. And yeah. he won't even tell her he's in debt. And she she's ready to have kids. Right. And she, she seems real sweet. But have you noticed? Have you noticed everything with her? She compares him... To, to the ex. ex and my ex didn't want kids so i had to divorce him and now the first thing she asks is we got to have kids my ex was this christian and i want him to be this christian so everything everything she is comparing him to is the ex which i that's that's, that's, baggage. that's a whole nother that's level of whole, baggage yeah bringing the ex baggage yeah yeah that's oh, not yeah. a good thing you know, sure. she said the ex went to church with her and he was a believer. The only thing is, he just didn't want kids. Yeah. So I mean, now she's like, okay, I really want kids. But now she's with Mike, who is not a believer. Yeah. And that now all of a sudden, well, that's become big to her. You don't believe in God now. Yeah, that's and really so huge for it's her. We're going big. to church together mm -hmm. and then you don't have kids. So now I divorce you. Did, yeah, they, she did. did they forget to look in scripture while they're going to church uh, well, together? You know, I don't, I don't know. I that. didn't see that you're, one You're in asking there. us to get in too far yeah. there. Yeah, second, I, we I don't, don't know. know. Second hesitations nine. If your spouse <laughs> does not want kids, 
Yeah. Huh. Leave them. Or but I don't know. This sounds kind of familiar, like a sermon I recently heard about people that call themselves Christians, but that don't really oh, walk preach, that out. Preach that to so, them. That sounds yeah. good, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That dude knows what he's talking about. Whatever that was. <laughs> you think? I don't know. I think I slept through that one. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, again. Yeah, bro. When you're uh, drinking well. all night Saturday night, it's hard to get up Sunday morning. Yeah, well, I got to drink all night to hear that sermon the next day. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's let's identify some baggage. So you said you said that this couple um she had a divorce, yep. so she yeah. was bringing some baggage from whatever that looked like. Right. Any any pain that may have happened in that exactly. relationship, any yes. any insecurities, that kind of stuff. You say he's coming in with uh, some financial debt, mm-hmm. so maybe some of his baggage is he doesn't know how to manage money. Right. Um, he lives. You say he lives in a tent in the country with his uncle. <laughs> no, he lives in a. He lives in a, on a farm. <laughs> What's his name? Mike. His name is Mike. Mike. So his uncle is his uncle. <laughs> it's that his farm hand. Bell. Did it sound a lot like you growing up? Oh, no, oh. no, no. no. Mike! Oh, hey, Mike! No, no, no. Get over here, Mike! <laughs> it's even worse. It's worse. <laughs> Uncle doesn't have teeth. If that, that doesn't have teeth, so. <laughs> what the hell? That's a whole My dad set. had teeth, at least. Come on, man. Come <laughs> so what are some... Let's, let's identify. How do you know... What are some sources of baggage oh, that man. you may be bringing into a relationship? That can be a list right there. I mean, you got. That's my point. You What's know what? List? You know what? I we we brought brought up religion and all that stuff earlier, yeah. and 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 that can be a big one. Religious baggage. I mean, well, you you're talking about. What? Who are we talking like about? Like dysfunctional religion, or no, just because I got some that. some religious stuff with me? I didn't think it was baggage. Well, I thought yeah. it was a, a positive. Well, you know, you, okay. So I'm going back to like uh, we watched the old Leah Remini, the Scientology mm. stuff, right? So cultish. So we're talking about cults now. Yeah. Cultish, yeah, All right. cultish. But even on that sense, there could be a lower level of legalism. Just go legalism. There sometimes. you go. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it doesn't even have to be that. cultish. Yeah. But on the extremes of that, you, you, I mean, with, with Leah Remini, that whole thing is they're all about control. So how do they yep. do that? I mean, they... They screw you up emotionally, abusing you. They get your family turning against you. you. You know they manipulate that whole thing for years, and you don't think you got baggage from that. I mean, even if you think you've overcome that and you leave the church, man, those scars. Those are some tough scars. Yeah, to get no, that, through, right? that whole legalism you're talking Ugh. about is huge because huge. then then you start looking at every relationship as a everything's a transaction at oh, that yeah. point, right? Yeah. If, yeah. if I've done X, Y, and Z enough then I should receive in reciprocation A, B, and C. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we start operating on that, and that could be that could be a dangerous be relationship uh, approach, I think. Right. Yep. And another celebrity, uh, Demi Moore, actually came out with her own little memoir. Oh, and, did she? Yeah, where she actually revealed, I was looking at USA Today, and she kind of revealed that she was raped at 15, which she of really? course wow. causes a lot of insecurity, a lot of pain, just a lot of hurt and um, then that led her to substance abuse both cocaine and alcohol Um, and so she talked about that and 
you know, just her life in the 80s and what it was like meeting Bruce and what it was like meeting Ashton and how Ashton just made her feel young again. But then despite all of that, um, she <laughs> said... Until she got punked. You should know well right enough. There. Do not marry a guy that <laughs> runs a show called Punk <laughs> because Jeez. at some point, yeah, that's your ending. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and so there, there was a 15-year difference between them. And she said, in the marriage, she found herself compromising for her young love, throwing away years of sobriety, and inviting wow. others into her marriage. Oh. Um, so she reveals a lot of that in her book. Um, yeah, so that's so, just another thing. So Demi Moore mm-hmm. basically character-wise backs off what she, make sure I understand, backs off what she does, believes just to please her new husband that's yeah. 15 years younger. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's uh, yeah. that's some big baggage. But, you know, I mean, I, I guess that's, is it that fear of losing him? Or what, yes, what, what makes you yes. do that? Yeah, let's, yes. I think probably you got a few things in there, right? Uh, a need or want for acceptance, yeah. which is going to cause you to compromise, you know, values and that kind of stuff. You may have, depending on past relationships, uh, fear of rejection or abandonment. And so mm-hmm. if you're operating out of fear, you're going to be making decisions that are not rational. Can your abandonment be so bad that you go, sure, honey, we can invite others in our relationship? Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Just, just on, let's just take, let's bring it back to average couples. Now, we're not mm-hmm. talking about the extremes. We're talking about average people. There are lots of people who, based on their family of origin or past relationships, they come into future relationships with, let's just take those two, rejection and abandonment, mm-hmm. where there is a legitimate fear of that. you either been left by a spouse before or you've had every boyfriend, girlfriend cheat on you. Uh, you had a parent. Uh, leave yep. and divorce when you're growing up and and somehow you bought into that is some of that had to do with you then you go into a relationship there's always going to be a fear of if conflict gets too great this person may leave me and so right. you'll be apprehensive in really sharing constructive criticism or complaints you're gonna you're gonna bow out and then you talk about talk about two couples coming in with this is a whole probably a whole nother show <laughs> But when you got two people's woundedness who marry each other, so let's take the person who comes in with some rejection and abandonment issues, yep. and then you got the other person who comes in who their their house was conflict averse. So anytime there was conflict, people would kind of get quiet and withdraw. Yep. Those are the That's two pieces house. of baggage. They marry each other, and now the person with rejection and abandonment, they get into a conflict. The other person's tendency is to withdraw yep, avoid because it. when yep. they turned into it back in their family of origin, it blew up and got crazy and physical. So they withdraw, and now you got the person with the rejection abandonment issues whose spouse is withdrawing from them. That's going to put them through the roof, yeah. which is going to cause them to pursue even more, which causes the withdrawer to withdraw even more. Mm-hmm. And so you see this cycle of... We haven't dealt with our personal woundedness, and now we come into marriage, and it's like oil and gas on the fire and exploding. So you've got to do some work on saying, what did I bring in? And how do I heal some of that? You mentioned that that's a probably a whole nother show too with with just sexual abuse because yeah. if there's sexual abuse as a kid, um, that is going to twist sexuality some way. And there's oh, probably a yeah. hundred different ways it comes out from anti-sex to super promiscuous right. to same hey, sex not, to opposite I'm sex too because it's not just sex abuse, but uh, actually where I grew up. 
there were three guys on the street that got into pornography young uh-huh all in jail for sex 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 uh, yeah. so, so i'm telling yeah. you even yep. pornography which today's society we seem to think that seems to be normal mm. there's some scars man you're bringing that scar in and that is that's that that one's overlooked to me mm-hmm. people kind of overlook that one but but you got to know too you got to take time with this stuff because i mean that's we're talking this could take years yeah, yeah to work through absolutely because um, a lot of people just aren't even aware right you know of there they haven't really looked back and done some self-reflecting to see like what is wrong with me yeah, to even yeah. go, get to what it is well what? let's do some self-reflecting right now <laughs> okay. Tell, okay. tell me uh as you reflect back on your marriage and coming into marriage what's some of the what's maybe one area of baggage you recognize that was hurting you guys early on that you recognize and addressed and have improved I'm going to go for myself. I'm going to say I would want to avoid conflict, probably. So I wouldn't want to address things all the time. Um, I had some serious insecurities in myself. Um, so I think that that kind of was an issue. And with Ahmad, he was a serial dater. And that was a something that I really dater. didn't. That's a nice way of saying play on. <laughs> it is. Play on, play on. I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to use that word because Boo, I got busted off on Boo last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to use say, play on. I would say he was a serial dater only because he ne- he was that guy that was never single. Like he would bounce around, so he would leave one and go right to the next one. Huh. And I didn't really <laughs> yeah. realize right. that. Right. But, I mean, yeah. we keep calling it all kinds of different names. But, so is it? Well, so he it, was just a. Uh, okay, you know. so here's my question: If that was, if that was Toy, do you call yeah. Toy a player? Yeah. Uh, so females can be players too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This stuff, yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I am. But I wasn't. Man, Hate look, the player, not the game. Oh, man, look at so me. I'm starting kinda, to get some swag on that. Yeah, that was kind of our stuff. things. That was our things. And then I have a really good friend that is, let me see, um, unrequited. Like she, um, I don't is this Google right? that, Jason. Yeah, I don't even know what that source is. Unrequited crushes, meaning, meaning they wouldn't let go of a crush. So you're in a relationship and you're still crushing on someone else. Have y'all, have you heard of that? Um, uh, no, I'm I think sure that's that just happens. being unfaithful. I'm not right. sure well, what no, no, no. Not, not, not like dating this other person, but just like, okay, let's say you're date, like, okay, I'm dating a mod, right? But I've always had this other crush. So even though I'm dating a mod, I'm still thinking about this crush that this guy that I never was with that I'm dreaming about. Anyway, I have a friend uh, that's kind of going through that, so I'm trying to break that. But can, anyway, can you hear the crickets from us? I know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, y'all never heard of that, it. That's because we're know. both sitting over there and going, going I hope that right. friend's not my wife. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. Wait a minute. <laughs> I saw Toya and Jill talking to Life right. Group last night. I hope that's, hope that's not her. I don't know. That's maybe why we don't go. Because if so, they need to requit that or whatever, <laughs> the, whatever the anti of unrequited yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's well. just a, those are just some some things that I thought about you know with me and people well, I know yeah what about I mean, you bubbles I mean, like, what you got like me I mean I have to deal with the insecurities I give from my pastor bro busting my chops every week you know so I have to overcome <laughs> I have to come over there one more time <laughs> 
That was good. You're getting better at that. I like Thanks. that. I'm trying. No, I yeah. mean, for me, actually, mine goes way back to childhood stuff where, okay, so I'm not a big guy. So when I do that voice, does oh, that, like, man. bring back bad you, memories? You have no idea. Yeah, I get mean, anxiety. I got all kinds of stuff I coming I should probably back. quit that voice. Uh, you're all right. We'll be no, on. boy, come here. I'm never <laughs> quitting that voice. Don't even tell me to. There you go. That's my support system right there. My accountability. Yeah. So anyway, going back to childhood. Go. See, you just, yeah, you just yeah. made me lose it all now. You, I, I, I no, I, I can catch it, I you it. up. So going no, back to childhood, childhood you, you were know, not really I big. I'm not, I'm not the biggest guy, and so it's fun. Words are powerful. <laughs> I right? love words. words. You're not the biggest guy. Yeah. Uh, Ahmad was a serial dater who <laughs> enjoyed sharing his personality with a variety of people at different times. <laughs> Let's I'm call going, spades spades. I, I'm going somewhere. With he this was now. a player. I'm, and you I were little. I was little growing up too. Right, right, right. I had a late growth spurt. So words, words got you know. Oh, hearing that, I was always a littlest guy right and so over time <laughs> as you fast forward and grow up i'm so I biting mean, my lip right now just so you know <laughs> i'm trying to honor you uh, no. are you so is that i am there's now, so many now things you're swirling. starting to honor me really you picked today the 16th of december to honor me wow. okay, okay. Go with your story. Right, so anyway okay. long okay. story short all these insecurities from my young uh, fast forward came into my adulthood <laughs> And I don't even know where to go with this now, man. You, you, you made me lose it. All right, so here we go. So what that did was that self-esteem issue is where we're going with all that. All right? So, yes, that played into my marriage and that played into my relationship. And I don't even know now. We done lost it. Let's go back to talking about Ahmad. What were we talking about Ahmad? He was a player. Yeah, so anyway, okay, so the, in summary, we have insecurities. Yeah, no, I think I think for anybody, here's the reality. Every single person getting married is bringing in some level of baggage, period. Right. We live in a fallen world, we're in relationship with other people, and because we all have a selfish nature, we hurt each other. Right. Uh, different people have different levels, but I think you have to, before you step into a relationship, you have to do some work recognizing what are the things in me uh, that cause me to respond out of fear or pain rather than responding to the person the way I should. And then in relationship, if you're already married and you see yourself in cycles, uh, there's a thing called a pain and peace cycle. And so sometimes you react a certain way based on pain, which then causes another. And we get, we get stuck in these cycles. So I think things like rejection issues, abandonment issues, father issues, unhealthy conflict styles, personal insecurities, fears of the partner being faithful or not, shame from past sexual relationships. There's a number of different things that we bring in with us. Yeah. But if you notice conflict in your relationship, that is repetitive and sits in a cycle that's probably some baggage and if you're not married do the hard work of self-improvement uh, before you get into some of them well yeah i mean before is the key word yeah but I mean, some of these people are already in so it's like right. what do i do right, now right, well yeah. now you know go go find some places maybe a counselor maybe a recovery right. ministry maybe a small group uh Men, yeah. women's Bible study somewhere where you can right. address what's going on inside. Well, and I know with me, I mean, we just got to make like, like I had to make a conscious effort that okay, whatever it is, 
the you know we get in the argument or whatever comes on that my response to that argument the way i used to respond i have to actually back off a little bit and remind myself this is not the same relationship no, so i can't treat it as the same relationship right. so yeah slow down exactly so yeah, yeah y'all do some self-reflecting figure out what kind of baggage yeah, yeah. are you about to bring into a relationship or have you brought into a relationship and clean that baggage up and get it out of there yeah be careful and self Suitcases. Eric will bust you if you self-reflect oh, yeah. too much. Nah, not that much. <laughs> Just me. Just with me. That's all right. Yes, but thank you so much for joining us. And remember, if you have questions, comments, or anything like that, please send that into the relation shop at power77radio.com. I'm Toya. And with me, I have Eric and Jason. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-